Yo guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Marijuana Essay Weekly. And today uh, I'm very excited to be probing Dean's uh, knowledge bank. Uh, he's obviously placed second place at the Amber Cup last week. Congrats, dude. Uh, super, super cool. And yeah, we're we happy to give you guys some tips from Dean on how to uh, get better extracts. So yeah, without further ado, uh, Dean, <laughs> how's it going? What tips do you have for us today? Yeah, so super stoked with the extract journey so far. Uh, obviously, for those of you who've been following us a couple of years, you've know it's been something we've always been interested in. We've done a lot of sort of content related to to rosin, you know, and we're continuing to do that mm-hmm. um, with, with Luke sort of taking the 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 it by the horns currently on, on that front. And I've been sort of experimenting more on the solvent side. Uh, we we're big, like I said, big fans of extract. So we're going to continue to drive this kind of quality or try to just become better at it and then share that knowledge with you. Uh, so yeah, so, prepared uh, a couple tips today. Yeah, I believe before b- before you b- before you jump into those, uh, just like for the layman's out there, like uh, do you want to give us a quick overview of like what exactly is an ex- extract? Like what's the category look like? Because uh, there's a there's a very conservative cannabis community out there as well in addition to this like new age community um and it's yeah 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 what's what's sort of the classification there so an extract would be where uh, a, a product which is a cannabis product which has been taken further than just flour so basically utilizing a series of different methods be it heat or be it solvents or be it uh you know, CO2, you're mm. actually able to strip all of the cannabinoids and the THC and the terpenes and basically everything that makes you sort of you high <laughs> off and then or medicinal, you know, and then to turn that into an end product, which could be an oil, it could be a wax, it could be sort of a hard substance. And uh, the plus side of it is you sort of removing a lot of that plant matter. So, mm. you know, it's technically slightly less harmful to you to consume via smoking it. And then also for me, the reason I like it is you can it sort of allows me to use the whole plant. Um, I'm able to use my flower, yes, which I like to keep the beautiful nugs, but the sort of smaller inferior nugs, which are too much effort to trim, or you know the the actual trim itself, that's also laden with with cannabinoids. Mm. So I'm now able to create an incredibly high quality product from something which would have been seen in the past as not that high quality. You know, I've been growing and and I've been growing for ages, and there's been times I've just taken black bags of trim and just put it on the compost heap whereas now you know a black bag of trim would be a couple hundred grams Exposed. of extract so, <laughs> so i've wasted and i'm trying not to waste anymore mm. and uh, uh yeah i absolutely love it there's uh, types of consistencies you can get and the varying different types of products you can get is soup is what's sort of exciting me about yeah. About the extract game at the moment the world isn't the world of extracts isn't easy but we're super uh, keen to hear some tips so yeah i suppose uh, where, where are we starting today what's on the list so i think uh, as with a lot of the first uh, the first points in 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 the cannabis game you know it starts off with the specific genetics that you're going to select now you can make extract from any kind of material but uh some some strains grow sort of very leafy in their bud structure, you know, mm. and will have like loads of leaf and maybe not so much trichomes, whereas other strains are going to grow with like kind of loads of calyxes and very, very little leaf. And when you're creating an extract, you know, more leaf is actually, the leaf contains something too that's going to end up into your, into your end product. 
So if you've got a strain that's like less crystalline and a load of leaf, you're probably going to get a more oily kind of extract mm. out of it because you're getting loads of waxes and and things and lipids from the from the leaves themselves and sort of not so much of that concentrated, you know, cannabinoids and terpenes. So when you're wanting to achieve a sort of higher quality extract that maybe you don't want to be so oily and that you want to have a chance to sort of crystallize and turn into like a nice sort of uh, sort of shat not shatter like a uh, like a more buttery kind of consistency mm. then strain selection is <clears throat> is highly important and i mean you see this with a lot of the time when you look at hash making content you know there's specific strains that have massive trichome heads and they just make better hash whereas other strains you're not getting any results any good results from them so it's a strain here difficult balance right between because i suppose if the thc is higher uh you could actually sacrifice a bit of the yield um but if the yields like uh you know it's like finding that balance between like it doesn't need to have the highest thc necessarily because generally with the extraction process right it's going to increase the the thc yes. content um but then also like it's got to have the yield so i suppose you 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 still want to maximize for like volume of thc not always just, and and how easy it's going to separate from the plant right yeah 100 100% so you you don't want one of those like super super crafty strains that are giving you tiny yields but then at the same time you may not want sort of a massive uh, yielding sort of maybe sativa dominant that's giving you a load of leaf so in this point you know it's kind of chatting to guys who are cultivating a lot finding out what genetics they're using and for me it's literally just trial and error i'll grow something mm. out <laughs> i'll try it and see if it works and if it makes good flower and it makes good extracts we'll keep it uh, and continue to grow it because then we're going to win but uh, some strains if it's just like giving me two tiny nugs and it's kind of not worth on the growing side or if it's not extracting nicely it's probably not a strain that i'm going to decide to continue to continue to grow with and then you know I'll cut it from the from the roster and, and 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 try something else like we've got this platinum gorilla which I've spoken about multiple times and that extracts well and mm -hmm. it grows nice flowers so we you know it's probably why we keep growing it again and again amazing nice dude I think uh, you know driving on a little bit uh, there's a now you know once you've selected a genetic and it's going well you kind of get now to the extraction do's and don'ts uh, a little bit um, and you know as with creating quality flour you can have the dankest dankest grow but now if you don't cure and handle it correctly you could once again now negatively affect your flour yes if it's not cured properly or your terpenes could evaporate off but then if you sort of cure it badly and you end up with a badly sort of treated product you're also going to affect the quality of your of your extractor um, at the end of the day you know so keeping something in a in a good humidity you see that most are you see the most effect with the bad humidity when you pressing rosin because it all just sucks back into mm. the flour again but then also you know on, on using a solvent like bho you're also once again you've lost a lot of that terpene that's potentially evaporated off and you've dried your material too much so it holds the oil more and then you at the end of the day get a get a worse uh, a worse more well, a bad end i think end that's product. a misconception right with with regards to extract you think they think oh it doesn't you know it can be anything any you know just fucking chuck it in there and it's going to come out great but yeah i think that's the the thing is it's, it's not you know what comes in is what generally comes out you know quality stuff in quality stuff out
I mean, we've seen that multiple times. We saw that the first time we pressed rosin. I've seen it, you know, multiple times. And also just like, uh, you know, uh, trying multiple different materials. I thought, okay, cool, solvent-based. I can get everything off everything. So I hunted for like the oldest of the old trim I've had lying around and, you know, just mm. got terrible results. So uh, it's yeah, very are much be about... disappointed if they throw in, you know, yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, and I mean, you're dealing with uh, it's it's costing to it costs you to extract this equipment's expensive, so mm -hmm. you might as well make sure that you're following the steps to make sure that you're getting getting a good end result. So you know, handling and cleanliness while handling and curing are once again highly important points uh, to to getting a, a better extract, and that would probably be my my second tip for for everyone. And uh, sort of rolling right off that is our third tip. You know, uh, you did a lot of the time as a grower, you 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 have control over this. If you're just sort of making extract for a hobby and you're buying stuff in, you know, maybe you you don't have this much control. But uh, your 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 step after cure and dry, uh, and sort of after your trim, and then sort of where you move your material to is also going to be very important. Mm. Now, as soon as you harvest that plant off the plant and you start the drying process you start to get oxidization of your of your uh, of your cannabinoid so basically the color will start to instantly change from a light color and as it's exposed more to oxygen and the drying process it's going to over time darken and darken and darken so you, uh, you, uh, it doesn't really affect the uh, sort of uh, the thc or the high that you're going to get but the consistency that you're going to be able to achieve here is going to be affected by ox oxidization. So if you're going to be processing something for extract, getting it frozen is the most important mm. thing as soon as possible. So what I like to do, and I know there's going to be loads of different methods here, it's probably going to have a little debate, but I like to <laughs> try my stuff and then I like to trim. I trim specifically in phases. I'll do a low quality trim as I call it and I'll basically discard that. I'll do a medium quality trim, which is like a second run over the material and we'll keep that aside and then we'll run once more before we jar up. And then mm. I'll keep my two different qualities and I'll pop them straight into the freezer. So maybe from harvest, it's been two and a half to three weeks and now it's frozen in my freezer. Okay, now when I have time to process it is the only time I'm going to remove that from the freezer. Mm. So I'm keeping it stored and cold and sealed until the exact moment that I'm going to use it. Then I'll remove it, put it into the column, and I'll blast it. So it hasn't had time to sort of lie around in hot, cold, hot, cold. You know, it's been in a completely stable, frozen environment, and you've managed to sort of maintain the quality of that. You know, it's not going to be nice to now go smoke once it's been frozen. Mm. But obviously, we are we are trying to keep this material to extract and to get a better quality I extract. You wouldn't want to vac it either. Like you put it in a vacuum, uh, uh, um, like a vacuum pouch or something like that. Cause that's going to just, or is that not going to have an impact? Cause I think you would, would probably crush all the trichomes off and, yeah, I would probably say that no, because you obviously don't want to squash all those trichomes. Same mm. as why some people say don't touch your flowers, you know, but you would still get something, but I, I like to keep it sort of, left alone as much as possible mm. till I break it down and, and process it, you know? So just getting, handling it as little as possible and getting it into keeping it clean and then getting it cold and airtight as soon as possible until you can use it and then using it as soon as possible. You mm. know, the sooner you use it, the better your color is going to be. And then you can cure the extract afterwards. You know, you can keep the extract in a beautiful sealed jar 
after you've made it and leave it there for you know in your fridge for another six weeks eight weeks before you even touch it then mm. remove it from the cool and and allow it to sort of acclimatize to room temperature and then consume it you're going to have a cured product but you're going to maintain that beautiful color which is you know what people want they don't People don't want a black, a black extract. They want like yeah. a golden extract, you know? Yeah. So all of these, it's not, because also like people shop with their eyes. You want a nice pair of shoes. You're going to, you know, in the retail industry, you're going to look at a, a beautiful color, beautiful color. Shiny. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so people, people like something that looks better. And obviously as an extraction artist, you want to make something that looks good so that your mm. Instagram images are images pop <laughs> so what, what, what's special in uh with regards to like the actual extracting uh stage of it is there any like uh, massive do's and don'ts there so uh yeah i'd say let's let's touch on sort of the, the point that i've been experimenting with which is the sort of bho based extraction now mm. you can you know uh butane is a, is a solvent you can you fill your lighter with it everyone here on the, everyone who's watching this has probably had some kind of interaction with butane you know but you get not every butane is the same so you could go sort of on a on a small scale level you'd be looking for a butane canister and then there are some on the market which are of quality and others which aren't and the mm. ones which are of quality late uh, contain less sort of additional additional solvents in them you know so an example is newport that's kind of the standard that people use in the uh in the sort of home game and then if you're going on a commercial level you're obviously going to be procuring canisters of high quality uh a solvent from sort of a gas supplier you know mm. so making sure you have something of quality is important because you know you can the solvents the product's going to come out at the end of the day the same but mm. you don't want to be consuming something that is going to be negative it's going to affect your health negatively you know and so yeah. you know safety and uh and, and and cleaning your product is very important when you when you're going it's into not, sort not, of something not the place <laughs> like to cut pH. not the place to cut your uh, cut corners <laughs> yeah i mean a couple rand for a cheaper or a couple dollar cents for a cheaper yeah can of butane over like 20 years of smoking dabs you guys not gonna something's gonna build up you know so just using quality using quality once again quality quality mm. always just seems to come out you know don't cut corners especially when you're making solvents because it's a uh, solvent based extraction because it also can be dangerous as i've been touching on in some of the series as i've been doing recently you know so mm. uh once again just making sure you have a quality solvent to go in is a big point and then secondarily it's going to pop up again but the final point uh, that i'm going to mention is you know uh, controlling your temperatures um is uh, is also going to be highly highly important to to making sure that you get mm. a good extract and uh, you can do that in a couple of ways you know on a on a slower quality rig you're probably going to not have the you know you're not dealing with like a closed loop system uh, so there you can where you can start is just by making sure your material has been kept cold your column is cold and then you can also freeze your butane and what that will do is it helps the butane stay in a liquid format but then it also that super super cold temperature running over the over the material allows you to uh rip rip some of the waxes and lipids out mm. of what what leaf matter they may be and then if you're going to sort of go up a further level what you can do is you can get something called a a dry ice column which is basically like or a dry ice sleeve which is basically a sleeve which 
is placed around the column and then you fill that up with dry ice so as you're blasting your material that's actually completely frozen by the by the dry ice around it and then what comes out the bottom of your of your column is a material which is going to be of higher quality than if you hadn't introduced those those cold temperatures mm -hmm. so the cold and keeping things cold and maintaining your temperature through the process is really going to affect your affect your end result and you see it once you start to clean it you know if you're if you're doing like a vacuum chamber or if you're doing like a you may have sort of less control because you need to sometimes get that butane off very quickly but if you're doing like a closed loop system you're maintaining temperature through a lot of the time and that's why the quality just goes higher and higher and higher because there's less waxes, less lipids, and more of the sort of cannabinoids and the terpenes, which then form that high quality, uh, high quality extract at the end. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely quite an art, and uh, I think I, I'm <laughs> going to stop you there before you give away too many of the secrets. But yeah, as Dean was saying, there is a, a bit of an ongoing uh, BHO extraction series, so you guys can check it out uh, on one of our playlists as well on YouTube. And uh, as always, guys, thanks so much for watching, and hope you guys learned something today. If you did like the video, leave it a like, and make sure to subscribe, and I'll see you guys in another video. Peace, Peace guys. guys.